0: Go to sexatmyboss.com slash cinema to get your tickets now. That's sexatmyboss.com slash cinema.
2: Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month.
3: Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss.
1: Hello and welcome to Help I Sexted My Boss, the podcast where we help you navigate the challenges of modern life. Answering your 21st century questions finding solutions to everyday dilemmas like is it okay to be turned on when you see someone dressed up as a superhero <laughs> and <laughs> is it the correct etiquette to go back and make sure you've listened to all episodes of the podcast yes it is and of course what should you do if you've accidentally sexted your boss but we're not the usual agony ants are we william hansen are you still the uk's leading etiquette expert
0: i'm a leading etiquette expert in the podcast world okay yeah no we're not william hansen No, we're not, Jordan North. I'm more restoring order, you're more restraining order. Best
1: one in ages. Well...
0: Very good. Don't shake my hand, shake the hand of James D. James D. Uh, So thank you to James for that. That's very, very good.
1: Who are we going to toast to today? Uh,
0: How many
1: bottles of the bonnet do we go for?
0: I've still got four under my desk, left over from our Shepherds Bush Empire show, that I'm bringing in two at a time to the studio. We've got a different type of gin as that well. That's the gin bottle. Zesty orange gin. Oof. No. You're such a spot. Listen New listeners drop our podcast. That was
1: me, George. That's oh. my arse. I've had a week of it, babe. Diego's actually in with us today. Yes. Um, we are seen him quite a lot this week. It's me, babe. I went to party of a week, and let's just say um, dogging in your terms is completely different to my terms. Dogging in what? I don't know. Just riffing on our... it. Uh,
0: this is gin and de we're having, by the way. It's two parts de bonnet, one part gin. It was a favourite drink of the Queen Mother and our late Queen, and it's enjoyed by us as well. We have it every
1: episode. If you're just uh, listening for the first time, we drink it every episode, and I also do stupid impressions. Diego is our executive producer's dog. Yes, luxury whippet. He's called Ben. The person. Um, he <laughs> did start off as producer Ben. And now he's executive. Well,
0: we producer. find out now. A few weeks ago, he started off as assistant producer Ben, and he was he was masquerading as producer.
1: Why is he only an AP? I yeah. mean, I don't mean that as only an AP, but
0: no. Uh. And now he's. A... Oh, did you want to say something?
1: At that stage, I was not named in the podcast as well. Yeah. The, oh, they... shut up, you! It's all about you, Daddy. Fucking hell. <laughs> Jesus.
0: They, they were halcyon days.
1: Shut up and make me some tea.
0: Anyway. Anyway. Um, Gene Devers, as always, if you need our help. No, who are we toasting to? Oh, we haven't done that. I think as uh, he's also sitting in the studio today, and it was his birthday two weeks ago, let's toast Alex, our wonderful video producer. All those lovely things that you see on to- TikTok, TikTok, YouTube, uh, and Instagram. That's all his hard work.
1: To Alex, our video editor.
0: Alex. Don't drink. Good don't, good.
1: Happy birthday. We've just given him a yum-yum as well. Me and Alex had a good few drinks at your wedding.
0: Quite a few people had quite
1: La- a few drinks at my wedding. Last time I seen Alex, it was, uh, we said goodbye and I left him in McDonald's. And apparently, apparently, he kicked off in
0: McDonald's, right? And he got so... I have, I have heard this. He got yeah.
1: so frustrated in McDonald's that he went behind the counter to collect his <laughs> order.
0: And that's why he's no longer allowed in McDonald's. <laughs> he literally went behind the counter to collect his order. But, I, I,
1: If you go to Mackey's mm. and you're pissed and you're starving and they're taking forever, I, I, I would share your frustrations. Happy birthday, Alex. As always, if you need our help with something, then we would love it if you got in touch. You can send your tales of trepidation to help at sextedmyboss.com or you can tweet or send us <laughs> a message on Instagram
0: <laughs> at sextonmyboss.com. That's how you do it. Watch I don't do it that dramatically and I definitely do it more coordinated than that.
1: Or you can write to William He promises a handwritten reply in his own letter to baby. The address
0: for that is also on the website sextedmyboss.com. Um, can I just talk about your hoodie? Yeah. Jordan's in a black hoodie. Mm-hmm. Um, and it seems to have a piece of gaffer tape over the pocket on the left. Have you broken your hoodie?
1: No, it's the design.
0: Can I rip it off?
1: No, don't you friggin' dare. Why is this doing that
0: today? How is that design? With it's like there's a there's a sort of a bird sewn into it at, on as an icon, <laughs> and it's a it's, and then there's a piece of gaffer tape halfway not, over it. It's the design it. of it. It looks cool. It doesn't. It does. What's the brand? Axel Aragato. Oh. Yeah. They usually do trainers. Axel Aragato. I think I've seen his films. Um, okay. One. Well, nice. <laughs> It's nice. What have you got on? Half this, zip. This, no, I haven't got a half zip. There's no zip at all. This is just a standard navy Massimo Dutti jumper. Who? Massimo Dutti. I've seen his films as well. I think he's done a few with Axel oh. Um But yeah, that's that's what I'm wearing. Thanks for asking. Anyway, um, since should, we last met,
1: we oh god, we've seen each other. I see you more than my own family these <laughs>
0: days. Well, can I ask? The two of your family to move to Spain. So
1: well, so we went. To, uh, to William Hanson's for dinner on Saturday night. And hear me out here. Okay,
0: oh God, i I'm, go.
1: I'm the first to take the mick out here. Yes. And I know sometimes I give you a lot of stick and stuff. No, never. But you are a fantastic cook.
0: Oh Well, thank you very much.
1: You are such a great cook. I really are. And, a, and an exceptional host. We all had such a fantastic night. William made a curry on mm. Saturday night in the sous vide.
0: Mm. And well, technically, the sauce was made in the pan, and then it all got cooked in bags. It in was suede.
1: fantastic. It made a chicken tikka masala. Uh, for starters, we had beef. Uh, oh, we said all this last week, didn't Yeah, we? Yeah, we,
0: th- we did the menu last week.
1: And that dessert, that pudding, were well nice.
0: Cookie one. dough. Cookie dough. dough. With vanilla ice cream. With vanilla ice with cream. With the most expensive vanilla ice cream Waitrose had to offer, although it potentially wasn't expensive about three months ago, but it is now. So, um, so that's... That's good.
1: So it was great. Thank you. What's the etiquette of t-
0: of turning up to dinner party with beers and chips? I had forgotten on Saturday night at seven thirty-five when you arrived. I had forgotten that oh, early as well. Well, well no, went to five arrive. to ten minutes late is perfect. Is that okay? Yeah, okay. that's fine. Um, and those who arrive like twenty minutes late, terribly rude. And um, <laughs> Cat and Ben were late. Cat and we'll get into this. Cat and
1: Ben were late. They weren't late. Turned up with Diego and Cat and Bennett had an argument at the train station.
0: (laughs) I had forgotten that in the podcast that week, you had said that you would bring chips and beer, and you are a man of your word, and so you brought chips and beer. Were you offended? I wasn't offended. Promise, because I felt a bit rude. No, I promise I wasn't. And you cooked those chips really well. Yes. If I had... Well, I mean, you do nothing. You stick them on a train and stick them in the oven. I mean, there's no skill involved. Yeah, but you cooked them good. Okay, thank you. Because well, I
1: like a curry half and half, and I always winced it in, down here. Everyone goes, don't do gravy. Don't do half and half. You don't get half rice, half chips when you go for a curry in Chinese. But you met me half. No, a- because
0: it's chips are not Indian or Chinese. Also, mm-hmm.
1: can I just say, I brought the chips. Everybody had chips that night. Uh,
0: somebody didn't. I don't think Ben did. No. Yeah. He 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 upheld. I had two just to appease you because oh. you insisted I had some. But the Southerners, Mikey did. Mikey had this
1: Christ alive! I've not had chips with curry for ages, This They start being back home. it's just like proper Wakefield curry. This mm. thanks,
0: Mikey. Um, and uh, yeah, it was it was good. It kind of worked with the chips. Um, but I, I suspect I might have just preferred it with just rice. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, but they
1: were. I, I probably I left loads of beers at yours as well because if yes. you're having a curry, you've got to have either cobra or kingfisher. You're Okay. here.
0: Is that the etiquette?
1: Yeah. So I had. A, I brought six cobras. They weren't cheap, them. You know.
0: Well, I have. I have the the three that were not consumed. I have passed on to lovely Tom next door. Why don't you you give them to Tom next door? Sorry, am I in time, Is there a time delay? Well. I've you, literally just said that.
1: You give, But you could have, A, brought them back. Well, you could have kept them in your fridge. You know when you've had a... Like, I
0: don't have space for them.
1: You know when you've had a proper shit day and you just want a beer but you can't be bothered going to pub? Just crack open a bottle, and a beer, put Dress to Impress on an ITV2 after work and just chill. You could have done that. That's what the I The
0: day did. I do that is the day you can shoot me in the forehead. Hey,
1: Dress to Impress is a really good show. I like the, uh, I'm sure
0: open, it's great It's the cracking open Whatever you said Crack open a bottle before I have every, never cracked before, Open a bottle of my Before
1: Mike gets home from work Just that chill time You know that chill time Before you start making your tea and stuff Dinner Yeah
0: Anyway Well I normally have I'm, Do you know what I am into And this will come as a shock To, to a few people I love a 0% gin Oh yeah You're really into yeah, that Yeah And it does ta- Some of them are really really good And it does taste like A normal gin and tonic Oh Yeah So that's that's often what I'll do Monday to Friday Is that what you're into Mm. Okay. So, yeah, I'm into 0%. percent that am in wow. Well. Okay. <laughs> I'd just say that is not, a, not, not true.
1: But what else from the night? It was a really good night.
0: Um, well, there has been a running theme of dinners, uh, Sex and My Boss dinners, whether we're all together or not. When I went over to producer Ben's house uh, and Mike and I had dinner with him and Kat, the bottle of wine that I had brought, Ben put on top of the fridge, opened the fridge, bottle of wine fell off, smashed, hit the floor, went everywhere, all up his walls. It's still there. So, red wine was spilt. When I came to your house, that bottle of red wine fell on me.
1: You knocked, you knocked it, though.
0: Recollections may vary. You knocked the bloody wine. Well, it's because you had got me very drunk on champagne and gin and tonic already. Don't tell people I've got you drunk on champagne. And. Uh, <laughs>
1: <Doesn't> go... <laughs>
0: I might have opened a bottle of champagne. Because we were coming over. Yeah. Special and time. I had some fridge. Yeah. And. <laughs>
1: what? And, and Dex sent me a big bloody. Thing. Well, well,
0: You're worried about... Anyway.
1: So And I thought, well, that's a good time to...
0: Yes. Anyway, right. <laughs> and um, so then you come to ours and we're, we're sitting. We had repaired into the sitting room for after dinner. We were having sort of uh, some more wine and coffee, tea, hand-thrown after dinner, mints, that sort of thing. And uh, Kat, who was, I think, in the middle of doing an impression of either Margaret Thatcher or Theresa May. It was one of them. And um Kat's so funny. She's so funny. She spilt wine on the rug. Yeah. Red
1: wine. I've never seen a move so fast. We all she was halfway through an impression and she was being very what's the word? Be hands Expressive. Expressive. She went <gasps> and we all gasped together.
0: Yes. Thankfully it wasn't a lot, and it has come out, and I did my best hyacinth routine and told that told Kat that it really didn't matter and it will come out and she can buy me a new rug, that sort of thing.
1: Also, um the turned up. I did yeah i thought i'd come along to say hello and um it was the funniest thing ever we were all sat down and diego <coughs> we were all sitting down you're such a knob and diego just plunked himself on your new settee you should have seen william's face and then cat, i think
0: we call it a sofa in our house
1: cat got him off i'm sorry cat got the dog off, removed the removed yeah off, and then he sat on the settee again <laughs> cat tried to move him again and then we decided to just put a blanket down. You should have seen William's face when... I suggested the blanket. When the dog was on the new settee. Oh, sorry, William, I didn't know, babe. I just wanted to put myself there and have a little listen to what you were on about.
0: Yeah. He was very well behaved. Oh, he's,
1: he's lovely. He's so tame and well behaved.
0: He, he, he was cute. And it was nice for you to spend some time with him.
1: Yeah, it was, it was, it was a really good night did we stay a bit late because no, you, didn't you at all. got the coffees out and i was like oh
0: no Well, you do have coffee after a heavy meal just to to help digest the oh, food okay. yeah. no it's not i don't get coffee i'm not one of those hosts who gets the coffee out to try and kick everyone out as you know my my line is can i get anyone anything else that means off you go you
1: use that though
0: as a joke i think okay. or did i
1: Anyway, so. Well, uh, thank you for coming. Thank you for your no, gifts. No, thank you for having us.
0: Thank you for your letter. When I'm, nice.
1: when I move into my new house. Yes. I'll, I'll have you all around.
0: Is that a promise? Yeah. Okay. I'll
1: have you all around.
0: Will we have more Greek food?
1: No, I'll make.
0: I don't know yet. I'll make like a Sunday roast or something. So we're coming on a Sunday, are we?
1: Well, we could have
0: a Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Okay. Well, if you come. What? We'll come on a Thursday, I'll make us a Thursday roast. Bloody hell. You can't have a roast on a Thursday. You can No, you can't. You've,
1: you can. Yeah. I'll make us shatsuka.
0: <laughs> An omelette. Anyway, what else has been going on? How's your week?
1: <laughs> yeah, really good, actually. I can't find ready break anywhere. And it's really pissing me off. Oh, no. You know, I like my ready break in the morning. For me, I know it's autumn winter when I go on to Guinness and ready break.
0: At the same time? No, <laughs> it depends.
1: So, uh, I'm, I'm fully on the Guinness now. Okay. So... Usually in the summer, I'll be on the lager and have one or two Guinness, because you can't really drink Guinness in the sun.
0: So can you full,
1: not? You can, but you want a lager, don't you? Flee on the Guinness now. And then I've run out of Ready Brek.
0: And you normally get it in just a conventional supermarket. Yeah, they
1: haven't got it anywhere, don't this There's a shortage. Could anything. you not just
0: get some porridge oats and no, some milk?
1: No, no, it's not the same. Ready Brick's smooth, isn't it? It reminds me of my childhood.
0: <laughs> porridge oats don't. You know when you eventually go and see a therapist, talk about Ready Breck. That's, I think that's a good starting point. <laughs> Do you think? Yeah. Why? About, you know, having to eat things regularly that reminds you of your childhood. Do they? Do you think that's some, like, weird shit going on there? I think that's at least two sessions.
1: Well, I'm 32 and I've ready, but
0: I don't like porridge, it's lumpy. (laughs) -er. (laughs) Lumpy? Are you overcompensating with your accent now that we've, in previous episodes, pulled you up that you might have said 40?
1: No. I don't like normal porridge. Okay.
0: Well, then maybe find another breakfast food. Gene Devers, if you know where Jordan can find ready Breck, please let us know. Can you order it online uh, on popular no, online delivery websites?
1: Because I'm not just getting that; no, it's bad for the environment. Just getting, I've, like, I keep going into the shops to find it, and it's got. Uh, I just want
0: some ready Breck. There's probably a supply chain issue. There is with a lot of things. Ready
1: Breck. I know you have it with a bit of jam in, or ready Breck with berries, or ready Breck with um, raisins. Cinnamon and honey.
0: Like it's so so versatile, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. Anyway, um, can I also talk about my ring? I don't have it on me, and I'm just going to flag this now because I know someone will mention it on uh, a TikTok.
1: You're getting divorced, all right? I'm not. <laughs> Christ, that lasted. Long. You're like a bloody Tory minister, you two, three week in job, and you're out. <laughs>
0: We don't do politics. Um, I I mentioned a few episodes ago that my ring was a bit loose, and they said in the shop you want it slightly looser for the day because you don't want any dramas. You don't want it to not go on your finger if your fingers get hot or whatever. So, and then I went on honeymoon with it. I didn't didn't touch it, and when I was in air conditioning in particular, and obviously they do air conditioning a lot in California, um, and my fingers were quite narrow. It was it was quite. Anyway, it's falling down a bit. So no, I've taken it in to be resized. Okay. So that's where it's gone for those. And I do actually feel na- naked without it. It's weird, having had spent most of my life without a ring, then you don't have one on and you feel, I feel lost. So you're having a tighter ring? I am having a tighter ring. Well, I'm in the process of having it tightened. Okay. I text Mikey, I dropped off the ring and texted him with, I still love you. Oh, bless you. I felt, I felt like I was cheating.
1: That's so good, bless
0: you. So that's the ring update for you. Hey, um, I went to see Tina Turner this week.
1: Not actual Tina Turner, Tina the Musical. In the West End. Absolutely fantastic. If you're listening right now, and you... Oh, Diego's here. If you're listening right now, mm. go and see... <laughs> oh, sorry, <laughs> Diego's <laughs> tickling me on the desk. <laughs> sorry, Joe, do you smell nice? What have you got on, babe? It's um, Brigetta Vanetta. That's my smell, Diego. Oh, it smells gorgeous, babe. Let's go and have a sniff round here yeah went to see Tina the musical it is fantastic if you're ever coming down to London soon book it and go and see it it's really good it's the best musical I've seen oh Jesus it is and I think I text you at the time and I know I've got a lot I know ZZ listens and stuff so no offence. and other people
0: and other people And Mary Poppins Mary
1: Poppins which William's obsessed with what got I text you saying?
0: It makes Mary Poppins look like the Year Six Nativity. It really I, does. I, I I haven't seen Tina, so I can't. When re- I hold you, and I need you. My heart's on fire. Boom, oh, you're all
1: up dancing at the. She had hard oh, life. God, Tina it awful.
0: She had hard life. She had really hard. Life. Sh- yes, I know she did. It
1: was. It was. It, was, it was, honestly the, the 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 lead who plays Tina, and it, it, I, in the programme I couldn't find a name, so I don't know who. It made probably her.
0: underneath said Tina.
1: She was absolutely fantastic. She sounded and looked more like Tina than Tina. Right. She was it was phenomenal. It's a really good show.
0: What was what was the crowd like? Because we've talked we've talked before about so, theatre behaviour perhaps not being so quite as good as it is. show. I used text
1: to be. you as well. There was a lot of notes up because I can imagine, I imagine, and I might be wrong here that it um attracts a certain clientele, a lot of Wendy's. Mm-hmm. A lot of mums on Prosecco, Aunt Lady Petrol, <laughs> yeah. on a Friday night with girls. Um, I don't mean that bad. And um, it, there's rules that were up. So they had these little posters up everywhere. And it said, how to ensure everyone enjoys the show without distraction. Please don't sing along during the performance. Please don't talk during the performance. Please don't dance in your seats on the aisle. You've paid to watch the cast is due to a member. This is a musical deception of Tina Turner's. live, not a concert. Drink responsibly, be aware, and all that. But I can imagine out of I'm gonna go. And back. did those
0: notes work?
1: Yeah, yeah. I can I can imagine on um I'm gonna go back on a Friday. Oh we my old, god. We're girls on Lady Petrol, I love it. <laughs> I'm gonna tap my mum. I'm gonna tap my mum. I and think me, your mum would love it. Oh yeah. my mum and Auntie Caff and everyone would love it. And we're gonna get on Lady Petrol
0: prosecco. And we like Be a Will Keep on it. Proud Mary Keep. On. And there are some good songs in it.
1: Oh, it's fantastic. Really good.
0: Mike and I went to go and see I'm gonna say it. And we went to go and see Tammy Faye at the Almeida Theatre, which is in Islington. What's
1: Tammy Faye?
0: Islington, which is a very, very left-wing, in theory, uh, part of London, even though everything is so expensive and really quite nice.
1: Doesn't Ben live there?
0: Near-ish. I mean, no. Islington adjacent. He says Islington, depending on who's asking. So I've never encountered this before, but it's, it's in previews when we went to go and see it. And it was about 17 minutes late starting. Oh, and they fact? said, yeah, it was really... I mean, no Western show starts bang on 7.30. It's one or two minutes after. Oh, it's it was... it
1: was in really 10 minutes. Where are you going with this? Because our shows always start late on tour. Where are you
0: going with it? Yeah, We've and that's nev- normally down to the venue bar stuff.
1: We we usually start about 20 minutes, sometimes 10. Yes. I go mad because I think people... I go, don't, I had a right... Oh, that time I had a right guy. Executive, executive, luxury, his eminence, producer, Stuart.
0: yes. About buses.
1: Wait. People have got buses to catch, Stuart! No, we were we were about to go on. Sorry to interrupt. So anyway, who's caught his hat jacket? It's fine, we've got another <laughs> half hour. People are at the bar. I went, Stuart! Some people have got buses to catch. We can't just go on and it's, it's fine, it's fine. Let's relax. And I feel I still feel really bad he had a bit of it.
0: Never mind, he's still speaking to you. But anyway, they announced that the reason for the delay, because they were just waiting for two of the creative team, meaning, you know, maybe someone, the director, the writer, the lighting designer, whoever, to take their seats. That's rude. And I thought, hang on, if that's the reason, like, 325 people have paid to come and actually watch this show, it's during the week. Right. The creative team have probably seen the show. One would hope.
1: That's an ego. Start thing. it. That's an ego thing.
0: I thought that was really out of order. I, I, it was. A, it was a nice show. I enjoyed it, but that annoyed me. Okay. I enough. just just want to get that off my chest. Yeah, off chest. Um, finally, before we go on to my etiquetymology of the week or whatever we're calling it,
1: how are we top at comedy charts? I don't <laughs> bloody know. You tell me.
0: Can we talk about your nostrils? Why? You know, last week you said that your party trick is being able to identify people's fragrances. Yeah. And then you failed to identify my fragrance. Yeah. Well, A, I've put a new one on for you today. See if how much of a party trick it is. <laughs> <laughs> right. Secondly, literally 24 hours after that, I went to go and visit my friend Juan. I am standing in his front door, and Ben was actually there as well. And Juan went, oh, he's from Argentina. He went, oh, Christian Dior, Eden Rock. He didn't even smell me. Now that's a party trick. Mate, fine. So go on, give me a sniff.
1: This is fucking weird. Oh, I know that one. <laughs> <laughs> this is what you said last week. Oh, <clears throat> come here. Oh, oh it's... Um... It's not Savage. No, it's not. No, it's not Savage. Let me have another slip. I was gonna
0: Oh now think about it, it's a company I, I wear quite a lot of their products or, or or associate with their brand. If you want the brand. Hermes. Yes. Mm,
1: another know thing you want. It's I can see the bottle now. It's about Describe the bottle then. It's um It's not quite green, but it's transparent. Mm -hmm. Okay. It's got a gold cap.
0: Okay. I don't know the name, but another one. It's Ted Emes.
1: Ted Emes. Okay. Half a point.
0: So you get half a point for Emes. Have
1: we got our AGM tonight? Apparently, we have an AGM now, Gene Devers, an annual general meeting.
0: Yeah, it's just to to make sure Jordan's happy, really, and that you know his rider and all that.
1: Me. So we went for dinner together on Saturday. We did some filming together on Tuesday at five o'clock in the morning in Reading. Don't
0: ask, you'll find out
1: soon, why? Right? And then we're meeting for our annual general meeting tonight. So it's me Yeah, and I you. also
0: saw Ben on Monday. So, I, I mean, I've seen him four times within seven days. Me,
1: you, executive producer Ben and... Executive luxury producer Stuart. Executive luxury is eminence, producer Stuart. Are we eating?
0: Are we eating? Yeah, are we having a meal? I think we might eat, yes. Are
1: we having some drinks? Yeah. Can I come, guys? Oh, sorry, Diego. No dogs allowed where we're going. a well, shame! Total bitches. Right. Uh, shall we go to William's
0: Etiquette Monology of the Week? <laughs> My what? Monology? I don't know what do you call it. Eti... Et- what are we calling this, Ben?
1: Etiquetymology of the
0: Week. Etiquetymology of the Week.
1: Etiquetymology of, of the Week.
0: Trips off the tongue. So it's just a bit of etiquette tips and advice. Yes. No, it's not. No, it's, it's a bit... It's... For those that aren't familiar with this feature, it's telling you something interesting about the history and customs of an everyday action.
1: Why didn't we do this when we started five well, years ago? Well, I think ago? I sort
0: of did, and I might potentially have done this in one of the back catalogue, but as there have now been over 300 episodes, I really Why can't remember. Why didn't we remember. do, it, do it? We should have done this ages ago. Anyway, let's, let's get some ads on, and then um, don't turn over, don't
1: skip, and then we'll find out what... Oh, no, yeah, tell us. Right.
0: <laughs> We're working on the feature. I've
1: had quite a big week. Go on, do your thing. You're doing me heading.
0: I've hadn't said thing.
1: <laughs> I got accused of being snappy the other day. Went, By
0: who? By colleagues? Don't By me. everyone that you it interact with?
1: And I went, I'm not being snappy. I'm just being northern.
0: <laughs> I know a lot of northern people, and they're not all snappy.
1: Well, I'm not saying we're snappy, but if someone's doing your editing, you're like, right, you're doing me editing now. Hurry up! Right. We get accused of being snappy.
0: Anyway back to my etiquette etymology of the week Just in my genetics There's no jingle as yet But listeners, you know what to do if you want to write one No royalties however Today we're talking about salt Now the etiquette of salt As you may or may not know Is that you don't sprinkle it all over your food This is informal dining
1: I know where this is cut co- You shit house what? This is because I had loads of salt at your dinner on Saturday, didn't I?
0: Well, oh, maybe subconsciously it is, but it's it's not it wasn't it's not meant to be a dig. Sorry for cutting your shit house. But the correct etiquette in formal dining is that you put the salt on the the rim of the plate in a small little pile, and then you use the tip of your knife to then touch it onto the fork. Whatever's loaded up on the fork, oh, you don't I'm chuck gone. it. Every oh, hang on. We meant
1: to, yeah, Right, yeah. So aren't you meant to tell the definition?
0: Yeah, yeah and then I'm going to tell you why after oh, the break. Okay, great. Carry on. So that's this the. This is going well. <laughs> Go on. So that's the etiquette, and I'll tell you why in the history after these messages.
2: Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass."
1: Okay, Gene Devers, thanks for sticking with us. It's William's Etiquette Monology of the Week. What's it called? <laughs> Eti- etiquette Monology. Etiquette Monology of the Week. William's going to give us some etiquette tips and advice or whatever. And now you're going to tell us the reason why you're not meant to sprinkle salt on your food, you're meant to put it on the side of your plate.
0: Well, historically, and going back to the ancient Roman times, salt was incredibly expensive. And certain people used to be paid in bags of salt because it was so expensive to harvest. Um, indeed, the Latin word for salt is sal which is where we get the word salary. So if you were worth your salt, you were worth the money you were paid.
1: Oh, and the term worth your salt.
0: Exactly. That is actually really interesting. And so to sprinkle around salt willy-nilly all over the shop was considered to be throwing money around. And so you only put it in a little pile, which is why salt pots, if you have a salt and pepper pot, will have one hole because it goes into a small little pile, whereas pepper has several because it's very cheaply produced. And... That's where we get the etiquette of salt.
1: That's really interesting when
0: people say it's worth your salt. Indeed, I hope that was worth it. Salary. That was. That was good. Thank you so much.
1: I'll sleep tonight now. <laughs> Shall we go to. The, More in two weeks. Uh, listeners' problems and questions.
0: Let's go for it.
1: Okay, here we go. First one, please.
0: Hello, William Hanson and Jordan North. How formal. Apologies if a similar scenario has already been answered. I've only just discovered the podcast and I'm only up to season three.
1: Let me guess, you make Shag in a watermelon, <laughs> you've met your dad on grinder, or you've had sex with someone
0: with a superhero.
1: Dressed as Spider-Man that's technically related to you.
0: I have a friend who is a compulsive white liar. Oh, okay. A white liar. Okay, that's interesting. So a white lie technically not as severe as a lie, in popular belief. Really stupid
1: thing. <laughs>
0: Really stupid things that are harmless in the grand scheme of things. For example, saying he went out for dinner when I know he stayed home. Is that his flu vaccination, or COVID vaccination. I suspect the tales are rooted in anxiety or insecurity, but it is really obvious that it is a lie to myself and others. And he will forget who he has told a story to, and will end up telling multiple versions in front of the same person. Why? Are you, what? I don't lie. Imagine having a friend like that. His tales also. <laughs> the producer's on the floor. I'm going to get one up here. (laughs) His tales also frequently stray into the territory of someone else's industry or expertise. And when they explain that what he is saying is impossible or improbable, he either tries to backtrack or doubles down and says, I know, they told me I was the only person they'd ever heard of this happening to. How do I tell him that his lies are really obvious to everyone? For his sake, and more importantly, because I find it really annoying. Many thanks, Jenny.
1: He's not a white liar, he's a billy bullshitter. (laughs) What? Okay. Well, what? Why I'm not a billy bullshitter. You can all piss
0: off. I haven't said words. I
1: feel like you're both on it. White lies are like a white lies a lie to say something. So like, if you said, Jordan, does my makeup look okay? I'd be like, it looks absolutely <laughs> lovely. Yes. Ben might say, Jordan, did you enjoy my company on Saturday night? I'd be like, I'm so glad you was there. That's a white <laughs> lie. Or. A lie that wouldn't upset someone. Is
0: 32 too old to wear a hoodie? No, of course it's not. Exactly. That sort of thing.
1: Billy bullshitting is like somewhat, it's like javen in between us. Okay. I think you've just got to do the old, um, you've just got to go back to school year 10 and just do (laughs) that. Yeah. Can you smell bullshit? I can smell bullshit. And just do that every now and then. It's harsh, but it puts them in the place.
0: I may not use those words, but I kind of like your approach with humour and sort of trying to diffuse it with humour. That's what I would do. Uh, I think call him out. I don't bullshit. All oh, right, It's not about you. It's about Jenny's friend called Jordan. And I would... I might add a pinch of salt to a story to make it for me. Uh, You're not supposed to put a pinch of salt. you meant to put a small little pile on the edge it, of your plate. Yeah, fine, but, Jenny, I would, um, yeah, call it out. But that said, if... I think... With, with any sort of lie, whether it's a light, li- white lie or a, or a full lie, as it were, sometimes if you are lying to yourself, you can sometimes believe it as well, and people sort of live the lie or, mm. or, or actually forget, particularly if it's a lie that's carried on over months and months and months, um, they can sort of forget what is true and what isn't. Um, call him out with humour. Call him out with humour, be compassionate. Maybe he does need help, I don't know. Just say,
1: like, I've got, I've got a mate that's like this, and you've just got to say... Oh, you're so full of shit. That didn't happen. Every or,
0: night. I'm not sure I believe you. That sort of thing. Yeah. If you don't want to go down the shit route.
1: Yeah. You're full of
0: shit, you. I'm not sure I believe you.
1: Do you want another drink? God, you don't half bullshit,
0: you. I'm not sure I believe you. Mm. More wine. This one is from Matt. Dear William Jordan and executive producer Ben, I need to ask William and Jordan for their thoughts on a problem. I should explain that I'm one of your older G& Divas and cringed listening to the episodes when you both hit 30, as I recently hit 50. But I can assure you, life is still as bewildering further down the tracks. I love being in my 30s. Do you? Yeah, You're happiest. accepting it
1: now. Happiest I've ever been
0: there. People do say when you get into your 30s, life's going in the right direction. Yeah hopefully. I became very good friends with a lad I met at college. I was 17 and he was a year older. We became best mates with shared interests in music, cars and motorsport. Life was fun, learning to drive, first cars, road trips, holidays, drinking, etc. We did become dependent on each other, talking through problems, whether work-related or girlfriends or deeper stuff. That dependence developed, discreetly, into a physical closeness. Not full-on, but a very close physical relationship. Over time, I was his best man, as he met a lovely girl and they settled down. However, the close friendship we enjoyed continued. Given that this was over 25 years ago, what was acceptable in society then was very different to now. We talked about buying a house together in the future, but laughed it off as ludicrous. I remember being parked up in his car one evening and having to duck down, so the other car passing by thought I might be a girl and not a lad. After a few years, my friend was divorced and, feeling guilty that our friendship might have been a factor... When he met a new girlfriend, I began to distance myself to give him a chance to enjoy a happy life. Over time, we lost touch. Earlier this year, I heard he had died of skin cancer. I attended his funeral, and after the service, I was approached by his first wife. We chatted and shared memories. Towards the end of the conversation, she looked me straight in the eye and said she knew exactly how much he needed our friendship. The look on her face and intensity of expression left me in no doubt she knew everything. I didn't know what to say but we hugged and vowed to keep in touch. So my problem is this. Should I leave things be or should I make contact with her to follow up? What would you do? Yours sincerely, Matt.
1: That's so sad. Yeah. Oh, I think I might cry. Oh, that's really sad.
0: Well, it's it's the road not taken and, you know, the big pic- thing
1: they loved each other. Yes. Oh,
0: and I think it was it was more than a sort of a, a friendly love, like we we would have with our friends. I think there probably was a was a sort of a deeper romantic love, there.
1: Oh, I feel really sad at that, Matt. What a lovely letter!
0: It is a lovely letter. Oh, I've got all,
1: got all, um, goosebumps.
0: You know, and I know I know there's there's still some progress to go, but actually, generally in the grand scheme of things, life is a lot better and a lot easier for for people who may have unconventional by the sort of the the accepted norms of society. Um, feelings so that's the positive from this what I would do Matt is yes I would I would make contact with that first wife I agree you don't need to become the first wife's best friend and just see them all the time but even if you just meet once a year and chat and share the memories and keep the memory of your friend alive I think that's a really nice idea and if if the first wife doesn't want to do it she can she can always say no
1: could be confident
0: I th- well, I, th- I think that's lovely, and how lovely of that first what wife! What a lovely to- letter,
1: best of luck, and yeah, definitely keep in touch. Why not? Unless it's too painful for you. Yeah, yeah
0: if you feel that you're able to to do it uh, and able to to talk about it, um, then then do that, because mm. it might help. Actually, talking about things often does help. Not talking about things doesn't. Mm. Uh, this next letter is from an anonymous. My girlfriend and I have an argument almost every time we go out to eat anywhere nice over when it is okay to go to the toilet. She says it's fine to go if the food is being eaten is cold, whereas I strongly think it's only ever okay to go when there is no food on the table. Oh, Who is right? That's a great question. Well, over to Britain's second leading etiquette expert, Jordan North. Um, I, would, I would
1: say if there's food at the table, it's probably not best to go.
0: I Even if it's cold?
1: Yeah, I'd say go in between courses or before the food arrives. He's speaking to someone here that Yes. Weeze a
0: lot. <laughs> You're a urological person of interest.
1: No, it's just if I'm out once you've broke the seal. Oh,
0: don't don't just No, so it's crude. it's a well known
1: fact. Okay. If you have a pint, you piss a pint, don't you?
0: Well I don't know. Once you've
1: broke the seal
0: it's like well known they always say that if you drink room temperature drinks or room te- let's just talk about water if you drink room temperature water it, the body absorbs it more whereas if you drink ice cold water ah, the body doesn't and that's when you need to go for a that might
1: wee. make sense yeah because when I drink Guinness extra cold I wee more
0: there we go uh, because your body's not absorbing it as quickly
1: that makes sense but um, what was I going to say there a really the good point what we when to go
0: to the loo when the food's cold
1: Yeah, I'd say in between courses.
0: Well, if you like the actual etiquette, technically in very formal dining, you don't leave the table at all. You remain seated at the table for the duration of the meal. But for more relaxed dining, uh, you can go after the main course before the pudding once people have ordered their pudding. Because normally when you say, you know, sticky toffee pudding, tarté citron, you've done your order, there's a bit of a delay whilst the kitchen's preparing that. And that is the time to go. Oh, Okay. But I, wouldn't, I would definitely not go when there is any food on the table, going back to this correspondence letter, whether it's cold or hot. If people are still eating, Don't. eating is meant to be a communal experience. We start and stop at the same time. And so go when there is no food on the table after the main course before the pudding. You know when
1: girls are on the period and they live together and then they all, apparently they all sink together. Have you heard about the old, is that the right term? They come in, sink, they... they they all start their menstrual cycle at the same time. Oh. Did you, did you know about that? They live together. No. So I think it's the same for lads, but at work. Like, every week, I'm on sync with someone. Every time I go to the toilets, there'll be the same person in there. So say I go into work, I get into work. That's called cottaging. I get into work about two o'clock, leave about half six, right? mm. I reckon once or twice a day, I'll see the same person now and both have a wee at the same time. Okay. And we like go in, and then you're like, oh, you And then you think, oh, "I've seen him an hour ago, don't Never forget say. a face. I don't know what to say now. Uh, you're watching, watching Liverpool at the weekend. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Nice. That's, that's my thing. Well,
0: that's thanks. Thanks for that story. It's a guy, here Yeah.
1: Where we record podcast. I see him. I see him.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I just seen him before. Really nice guy. Short hair. Yes. Short, short curly hair.
0: Okay. See him every time I go for a week. Oh, well, that's nice. We'll put him on your Christmas card list. He
1: works for the um, they're a tech company. No, they're not tech. Engineering company.
0: Oh, fantastic. Anyway, That's nice. Uh, this one is from Jasmine. Dear William Jordan and producer Ben, I have never really found myself with a situation to write in until I was recently at a concert. Will Young at the Villa Marina in the Isle of Man. I think I better leave
1: right now before falling deeper. I barely I like William Did
0: you watch Pop Idol?
1: I voted for Gareth
0: Oh mm. Who did you vote for? Will Did you?
1: Yeah Did you actually? Yeah,
0: got to, yeah. My father probably voted a hundred times He's Probably
1: voted for Abby Clancy still, haven't he? <laughs>
0: uh, yeah, no, well, I was team Will Anyway, for a bit of context, I'm 20 years old 20 years old and you're at a Will Young concert
1: Alright <laughs> Sorry
0: Sorry Jasmine, now. that's
1: really <laughs> horrible <laughs> I'm now being looked at by the entire studio.
0: It's a bit arse. Even Diego's giving me the evils.
1: I went to watch Leo Sayer the other week.
0: Leo Sayer? Yeah. He's still alive. I thought He was great. Yeah, that's the only song I think I'm aware he's done. No, he's got loads. OK. I'm a one-man band. Oh, he was cracking. Good. Anyway, sorry, Jasmine. You you, you do you. I'm 20 years old who was at a concert with my family. Oh, I see. And we had a row. Um... We had a row A seats. Oh, we had a row. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. For a bit of context, I'm 20 years old and was at the concert with my family. We had row A seats in the upper seating area. We all really enjoyed the concert and spending time together along with not being on any mobile device. However, from the start to the end of the performance, a lady in her early 60s, it's more like it, who was uh, sitting right next to us was recording nearly every song. and Told
1: you, they say it's kids on the phones, it's always the mums and nans. A, it's they're a bloody nightmare on the phones. Texting, filming.
0: Sending videos to the Sending friends.
1: videos. It's it's mums and not mums, it's people in <gasps> the older generation. Well,
0: wait for this. Yet, it gets worse as during the second song, the lady started FaceTiming her friend.
1: Oh, God.
0: So, when we were looking at the stage, we were also looking at some random woman bopping her head around on her phone. Uh, this really annoyed me, it would as, annoy me as her friend should have paid for a ticket if she wanted to see the show. I wanted to say something to her, however, I did not know what to say and didn't want to be the talk of the town in the rows behind us. Along with WhatsApp, she started emailing videos off and then started re-watching her recordings when Will was singing a song uh, that she did not want to record. I found this so rude as it was just a distraction for everyone next to and behind her, and for the majority of the show, she was on her brightly lit phone. My question is, what should we have done, and what should we say next time if this happened? Thank you for bringing delight into my life since discovering your podcast. You are both so funny, and you always get me smiling through the stressful days of my final year at university. Best wishes, Jasmine.
1: Oh, Jasmine, thank you. Good luck with. You. Oh, sorry, I'll do that again. Oh, Jasmine, thank you. Good luck with the rest of your studies. It's so annoying when people are on the phones in the cinema and it?
0: It's just not needed. What would you say? Well, as I have got older, I am, and Mikey is actually very good at picking people up now um i feel more confident in picking people up but I, so i can associate you know I, I can associate with jasmine she's 20 she feels less confident but i think if you are at whatever age you are going to do, sort of pull someone up you have to do it with confidence and you have to keep it short and you have to keep it polite but firm don't right. use swear words yeah don't resort to names just say turn your phone off please
1: R- really like yeah. that and please can you turn your phone off we're trying to watch this
0: like or that. if needs be get out of your seat i know you're going to then miss it And go and find an usher. Tell them what they're doing, and it's the usher's responsibility.
1: Yeah, it's so annoying.
0: It's it is it's it's a distraction. You shouldn't FaceTime. Yes, the person on FaceTime. A
1: concert and Hmm. Harry Styles and stuff. Like they've all got their phones out, and a lot of them stream it on TikTok and stuff, don't they? I think if it's like a I think if it's like a chilled sit downy concert, which I assume Will Youngs would be, then maybe not. I'm not familiar with the
0: the Villa Marina and the Isle of Man.
1: a, A performance like a a West End show, but a concert, it's all right. I always say, at a concert, maximum three to five videos, do it, 30 seconds long mm, and get no. off the phone, enjoy it. Just
0: be in the moment. Enjoy it. I know. Be in the moment.
1: You're, it, it, but everyone says it's this younger generation, all that, it's bloody mums, they're always on the pigging phones. Yeah. Oh, I love this at work, hang on, with that, they've all got the same phone, that bloody wallet phone, like that, <laughs> open it up like a book. Bloody glasses on end like at nose. <laughs> oh, it's on, on FaceTime. Face
0: Marvellous. Well, thank you for those letters. Is that it? That's it for today.
1: Remember, you can send your... Well, no, I don't want to do... Remember, you can send your tales of trepidation to help at com, or you can tweet us or send us a message on Instagram at sexofmyboss. You're more than welcome to send any boxes of ready break to our... <laughs> um... <laughs> address which is on the website um, Ferraris Maserati you can write to William as well he promises a handwritten reply in his own letter to paper the address is on the website mybosscom
0: and uh, talking of handwritten letters I can see a huge great big pile over there on, on executive producer Ben's desk I will get round to them so if you've written in recently I'm on it I haven't forgotten I'll write to you soon
1: see you on Friday goodbye
3: Only from Rustolium.
1: Hello, it's me, Jamie Lang, and I've got a new podcast. Uh, and this time, there are no gimmicks. It's just Great Company. Because the thing is, I realise the reason I love podcasts so much is because they're a great way to connect with people.
2: Hello, I'm Youngblood, Joe Brand. I'm Paloma Faith, Jay Blades, Elizabeth Day, Zara Larson, Casper
1: Lee,
0: and I'm Great Company.
2: Great Company.
1: Great Company.
2: Great Company
1: apparently. It's great company with me Jamie Lang out now.
0: Hello g and we're just popping up in case you're deep in episodes from years ago to tell you that very soon you can see us in the cinema. Hello from the future. It's future William and Jordan here. Stop
1: living in the past and get up today. On Tuesday, our show at the London Palladium
0: will be streamed live into cinemas. So if you want an evening full of laughs and outrageous problems and dilemmas, then come along and join us on the big screen. Help I Sex and My Boss Live is showing everywhere and everyone's welcome. Go to sexofmyboss.com slash cinema to get your tickets now. That's sexedmybosscom slash cinema.